right, all right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Manuel James Delgado. You're listening to The Manny Show here on Linden Radio. It's that time of the week, Tuesday, every Tuesday. <laughs> you get to hear my lovely voice and I have an awesome guest in the studio. Yeah. Who hi. are you? How'd you break in here? Um, I didn't break in. <laughs> I was invited. Um, yeah. So I'm, I, it's all good. Like I'm ready for this. It's uh, it's great to be here, and yeah. thank you for inviting me. Yeah, what's your name? Where are you from? Uh, my name is Daniel Konstantin, and I'm from Romania originally. Mm-hmm. And uh, I live now in the Faroe Islands for uh, one year, one year and a month. So you made the same decision I made. You fell in love with the Faroese girl. I did fall in love <laughs> with the Faroese girl, and then I was drawn to the Faroe Islands. So, nice, yeah, nice. That's nice. how it happened. Very cool, very cool. Well, I'm glad to have you on here. You are helping me end my theme on the book of Philippians. Yes, that's true. Yeah, but uh, first we're going to get to know you. Yeah. Um, and so I have this phrase that I like to use with my guests. Uh, I w- I w- uh, we'll, we'll start after the song that we play, but it's about um, your journey to Christ and then your journey with Christ. Right. So, boom, I hope you're ready. Yes, I am very ready. Break Thank down you. right here. No. <laughs> and yeah. Yep. Those listening, you can get a hold of us. Um, if you have a prayer request, a song request, if you're local, uh, the number is 521377. And uh, we'll play that song. We'll pray that prayer. Whatever you need, we're here for you. That's what this show is all about. We come together every week and I pick a topic. I try to invite somebody to join me. We have some songs and all of it is to just help you in the season that you are in to equip you to encourage you and to comfort you in the season that you are in. So hopefully you'll be blessed by this show and by our guest, Mr. Daniel. Have you seen 007 yet? Yes, I've seen all all of them, I think. But uh, is there a new one? Oh my goodness, you're not Faroese yet. (laughs) No, no, no. Uh, The reason why I say that is because this last 007, which is in theaters now, Okay. A part of it was filmed here on the Faroe Islands. Oh. So there's a lot of like pride in this last 007. And it's the James Bond character, the one that's playing him. It's his last one. Okay. Is is it Daniel Craig? The Mm, one? Okay. Yeah. It's his last one, dude. Okay. Sad. Yeah, it it is. Bittersweet. Because he was an awesome James Bond. Yeah. True. Mm, mm, mm. All right. So we're going to go ahead and play a song. Um, And Daniel, if you have any songs you want me to play later, let me know. Can let me know during during the break so I could play some songs then. Yeah, sure. So, all right. So this first one we're playing is uh, Phil Wickham's new album, Hymns of uh, Heaven, and it's always been you. You saw me first. You let me in when I was at my worst The moment when I heard you say my name It's the first time in so long I'm not afraid I'm not afraid You are the voice that calms the storm inside me Castle walls that stand around me All this time my guardian was you You are the light that shines in every tunnel There in the past you'll be there tomorrow All my life your love was breaking through It's always been Tomorrow, all my life, your love was breaking through. 
Mr. Phil Wickham. That's my wife's favorite artist. Do you know your wife's favorite artist? Uh, no. Ooh, I put you on the spot. No, I'm sorry. No, we'll that, edit that, that out. That's fine. <laughs> the thing is that I don't think she ever shared the fact that she has a, a one favorite artist. So I think I'm fine. I'm on the, you know, you know I'm all right. So cool. So cool. If she's listening to do this and then she's going to be like, hey, I actually have one, then I'm going to find out. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Very cool. Yeah. All right, dude. So um, if you can tell me a little bit about your background, like you said, where you're from, um, but uh, more along the lines is I just wanted to hear, I'm excited to hear about your journey to Jesus. Have you yeah. always been a Christian or how did that happen? How did that work? Okay. Yeah, uh, I have a funny one about that one. If I've always been a Christian, so but be, be, before this, I need to appreciate the, the the picture you shared about me. Like, oh, oh yeah, 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 <laughs> boy band my, style, the, dude. Uh, my goodness, I was I think eighteen years old back yeah, then. Were you eighteen? Yeah, that's how like old are you now? Twenty seven. That's oh, like wow. nine years old. Now. You know, it's, I mean. I was scrolling through your profile to find a picture for today's graphic. I don't. I know I don't have too many, so I'm not blaming you. Yeah, <laughs> and then I saw like these three like model type style pictures, yeah, and yeah. and that one just spoke to me. I was like, dude, there it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had a, I had a cousin. We we were doing this. She was taking pictures. Yeah, and I was looking quite good, quite good back then. So it's like we were doing this together. <laughs> you still yeah. look very good now. Yeah, dude. Thank you. Very, very mature. <laughs> Yeah, I got a Viking beard, you know. But seriously, <laughs> like you could have used that for a front cover for an album, boy band. Yeah, very, thing. very possible. Yeah. Um, very in, cool. ca in case I decide uh, ever to sing, I'll yeah. do that. Yeah, <laughs> I already made the graphic for you. True, true. Thank you, thank you. Marketing here. Yeah, very cool. All right, all right. So, so uh, my journey. Uh, first of all, uh, I was I've been born in Romania in uh, Bucharest in 1994. Yeah, and I've been born in a. Uh, church and family uh, that came from uh, a reformed orthodox background mm, whoa. yeah and uh that's where i grew up my, my whole life uh just to kind of give a reference especially for your your american um uh yeah for the, the american people that are listening to us to kind of give, give a re reference for what a reformed orthodox would look like mm -hmm. we are somewhere like uh you can associate us with the Brethren Church or with the old Baptist churches. And mm. it's not my words. You know, Paul Washer, he has been to our church in, in uh, 2011, and he said, you guys remind me of the old Baptists. Wow. So, <laughs> so, so his words, not mine. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah so, uh, and, and I grew up in a Christian family. Uh, I went to, uh, to 
uh, two Christian kindergartens, a Baptist one, and after that, this one closed uh, to an Adventist one. So I've always been in a Christian environment all the time. So I would say quite protected from the the outer wo- the outer world. Mm. And mm. Um, I also have to say uh, I didn't grow up with, with a TV in my house. Uh, like uh, nice, yeah. Like we had o- oh, only those. My goodness. And that's that's because um, my my well my parents uh, were seeing the TV as being evil, you know, seen and oh, stuff. Oh, it is. Yeah. Uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it really depends on how you, you're using it. For example, me and my wife, we, de- we decided not to have one, but it's not because I do believe that the TV is bad, but I be- believe that, you know, <clears throat> mostly you can just uh, let it ramble and that that's all. And it doesn't really I mean, you. I grew up and, and I even see that with my in-laws. Uh, it's not about what's on the TV. It's just that it's on and yeah. in the background. Yeah, exactly. It's like this noise that they need to have and yeah. stuff. And, and yeah. I hope I don't. Do that when I get old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, I, I think in the parents, that's that's how they are. Like, mm. me, me and parents, parents are the same, and I'm like, um, it drives me crazy. I'm like, yeah. why does it have to be on? You know, Turn it off! No, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm pretty much using the computer. Like, I, I need anything, I just go on the computer, and you know, I don't have to be fed with all of this advertisements mm. all the time. You know, once yeah. in twenty minutes or so. Yeah. Uh, but you know, uh, leaving that on, on, on the side. Uh, so I grew up in this environment. And um, and I really liked uh, being at church. You know, we had to memorize verses and we had to say, yes. you know, get ready with poetry, poetries and stuff like that. So that was kind of the environment I, I grew <coughs> up in. And uh, I loved it, to be honest, because it really shaped my faith. Mm. Uh, but then on the other hand, when I grew up, I realized that it was also a kind of a legalistic um, um, church, like, uh, you know, uh, it really mattered how you how you were dressed and where you were sitting. Like we had the church where women were on one side and men on the other Ooh, side. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. took literal <laughs> yeah, what Paul yeah. wrote. Uh, yeah, well, I think they without maybe they wouldn't know that because I don't think they were really into uh, so much theology back then. But that's how uh, uh, culture was. Uh, no, that's that's how the the Hebrew culture was in the beginning when they had the synagogues. Where yeah. After they oh, left yeah, from yeah, Israel, yeah. they had a platform where there was like. Kind of, let's say this, the priest, you know, pre- uh, preaching or reading the law, and then yeah. women on one side and men on the other yeah. side. So uh, that's kind of how I grew up. And then um, uh, to kind of uh, kind of rush a little bit through, through my journey all the way up to university, I went to school, and uh, well, I kind of hated school less because I've I've been bullied like for about eight years. Primary school age, you talking Prim- about? Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about primary school yeah. from uh, the first grade to, till the eighth grade. And the other thing was that I came, f- I was coming from a Christian family, so they were calling me the the repenter. And the you, repenter, yeah, yeah, well, wow, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know this. That's that's because in the Romanian culture, that's how evangelicals are called repenters. Wow. So because I was coming from an evangelical culture and I I wasn't taking the orthodox um uh, uh, religion class mm. uh, the religion class like the teacher instead of doing whatever they were doing she would take my bible she told me to get my bible and she said I'm going to you know give you verses to 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 learn to learn yeah. by heart and yeah. then next time you have to say them in class wow. Th- that, that's that's what i was doing yeah and and from our church we could actually like people could actually get like a piece of paper that said they're they're taking sunday school so they don't need to take the religion class in mm, school come on yeah that, that that's how it worked <coughs> so uh and interesting how yeah, yeah. different cultures differ on how they <laughs> Look at the different denominations and how they do Christianity in school and whatnot. Yeah, well, I could explain why they look so down on on uh, on uh, evangelicals. That's because, coming from the communism, from the communism period. Mm-hmm. The communists really fought with, especially with the Orthodox uh, Reformed churches and with the Brethren Church. They had the biggest problems because they didn't have a pastor. They had a Presbyterian leadership, mm-hmm. so then they couldn't control one person. They could had to control like twenty people. Oh. <laughs> so then, so that was stressful. During the com- communism, actually, the Brethren. Romanian Church and the Reformed Orthodox Romanian Church, they were forced to merge together. Oh. Even though they had a big difference on baptism. We are we are baptized as children, they are baptized as adults. Yeah, yeah. But they were like, figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's secondary. Yeah, absolutely. We need they some unity care. to fight the good fight. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, but it, it was good. So All that's right. why they look like this to repent. So, so you were bullied during school, but 
then university comes around. Uh, well, no, high school, high school first. Mm. We're going mm. to high school, and then in high school, I went first for the first six months. I went to a different high school. I had big problems with drugs and stuff like that. So then I moved to a high school where my cousins were, and that was the Pentecostal High School in Bucharest. I went to the Pentecostal High School in Bucharest, and then I moved up to the law school, and then I did two years of of, uh, of theology. Uh, but after the law school, uh, well, during the law school, I had a relationship for about two years. And just to be clear, I always thought of myself as being a Christian. I repented multiple times during my life. You know, I had, a, yeah. uh, I, I, I guess, <clears throat> the common kind of uh, um, upbringing uh, as a guy coming from the Christian family, kind of being, you know, protected from the outer world mm -hmm. and you, knowing about Jesus, knowing about the gospel and so on. But what you don't really realize is that your life is not really transformed because, you know, you try to read the Bible after you repent one time, you, you know, to stick mm, to all of these mm. things. And because um, that's kind of how, how we, you know, we say you're a Christian, or do you read your Bible, do you pray and stuff like that. And then you don't realize that your life hasn't been changed. Right. So I had this relationship during the law school for about two years with another girl. And then the relationship ended and that uh, I was in a really bad place back then. But six months after that, God had mercy on me and... I was actually listening to a sermon online at home from Paul Washer mm -hmm. called uh, Shocking Message Addressed to Youth. And that, it was a really shocking message. <laughs> I realized I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't born uh, again. And literally, physically, I had a, I had a spiritual experience. I, I have felt physically how like some, like something that was covering my eyes was taken over. Wow. And I could actually see myself how I really was. Yeah. So that was a really uh, interesting experience. And I remember that night I prayed, you know, Lord, I, I have repented multiple times during my life. Mm -hmm. If if this is for real, like, you know, don't let it just be a feeling tonight. I really want to live for you. And then... Uh, so what was the difference between the other times of repenting and this one? Was this it one's a hard issue or uh, this one sticked? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it finally worked. Yeah, no. <laughs> and, and then the other thing, it doesn't mean I didn't have ups and downs anymore. I, no. I I had a lot of those, but this time I realized that it's nothing about what I do. It's all, only about Jesus Christ. Oh, come you on, know? yeah. And then um, after this, I well, it took about two months. You know, to I talked to brothers from the, from the church that understood me and. We prayed together. We went through mm. the scriptures again, and you know, I, I was uh, literally like someone that have ne has never been to, to church. I was like, "What do you do? You know, to come to Christ?" <laughs> kind of, yeah, yeah. And wow, um, wow, wow. Yeah, and after that, I wanted to go into missions. So then I started to take mission courses. I did one mission course, and then uh, I got I befriended some missionaries, mm -hmm. and um, and uh, that's how I ended up meeting my wife in 2020. I was in Germany in 2019 and I was working there, so I, yeah. so I saved some money. And then in 2020, I used those money to go to a mission course with OM. And this uh -oh, mission course is called OM. Yes, it's <laughs> called MDT, but the one from from Romania and um, Moldova, uh, at least it was called back then, it was called Mission Discipleship Training Eastern Europe Extreme. Then that was because it was extreme. It was kind of like military style, uh, which is really good. And. In 2020, I met my wife in February. Um, she was also in Moldova. She took the same course in England, and then she Moldova. She was, yeah, she that was reminds in me of another couple out here. Do you know them, Mark? Yeah, Mark and Annika. They were and Annika, yeah, missionaries I, with OM in Moldova. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I, I heard about that. Okay, there are many actually furious people that go to Moldova in mission. Yes, yeah. yeah, that's neat. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know what Faroe Islands was before that. <laughs> Same here. Someone asked me, is that like a resort for uh, rich Egyptians? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Because they think it comes from the Pharaoh. So yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know. Yeah, I heard I that. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, it is funny. Uh, and anyway, that's how I met my wife. And then we decided last year in August to come here. And on the 3rd of August, I came here. And since then, do you want to hear my, my experiences with Jesus? Oh, we will. We will. Booyah, yeah. though. <laughs> you know, booyah. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. But I, I'm really interested in, like, what was it about this preach that kind of made the conviction to repent so much more yeah. real? Yeah. What happened there? Well, he put things this way. He said, on which way do you find yourself? Is which it way do you define yourself? No, no, do you find yourself? Oh, fine. Is it the narrow path 
or mm. the white path. Mm. And what are you, like what is your behavior saying about it? Mm. It's not only what you think of you. Yeah. It's you know, like uh, you, uh, he was saying something like, "You guys will come to church. You want the Holy Spirit to work, but before that, you watch things that you shouldn't watch mm. on TV or computer or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then you go with friends that you shouldn't be with, and then but you still so want a relationship so with Jesus, you know. And then I realized that that's how my life was. Okay. I was basically uh, with you know one foot in in, in the yeah, mud and yeah. one, one foot uh, need to be hot or cold, otherwise he spits you out. Yeah, true. Wow. Cool. I'm excited to see now the journey with Christ Yes, and what's been going on there. But first, we're going to play a song. And it's actually a song. Uh, if Tom, if you're listening, I want to apologize. He came on. He was with me last week, right? Yeah, yeah. And he had a song request. And I even, I was like, okay, yeah. And I actually forgot to put it on the list. And I even <laughs> forgot about it. And he kept on looking over every time I played the song. Oh, is it going to be this time? Is it going to be this time? And I never played it. Yeah, so well. rude of me. Like, I'm a horrible host sometimes. <laughs> I apologize. So I'm going to play it for you now. So whether you listen now, Tom, or later, here is that awesome song. It's a new song by Bethel uh, with the collaboration with Naomi Rain and Dante Bao. And it's called Ring and Robe. Oh, my goodness. This song is powerful. It's all about, you know, the lost son. Okay. And and finding ourselves in that lost sun. Oh yeah, ring yeah. Up. Ooh, it's good. Here you go. Enjoy. This may be a song that the captives can yet sing, but if we sing long enough, they might join in with us. This may be a dance that's too heavy for those chains But if we dance long enough, well the prisons will open up hey! This may be a shout that those fragile lungs can't bear But if we shout long enough, well the walls might finally fall some help to lift their hands up in the air But we know that freedom's coming So we'll sing it all the more We're singing Oh, the redeemed now have a song We'll sing it all day long Until the rest come running home And oh, all the broken can you hear We'll shout it out forever Can't wait till you make it here Sing it out, say it Sing it out, baby. Oh, oh, oh. 
there's a little taste test of that awesome song <laughs> by Bethel. New song that just came out with uh, Dante and Naomi, or Naomi, sorry, Ring and Robe. You can listen to it on your favorite music platform. Epic song right there. But uh, if you're just joining us, I have Daniel Constantine. <laughs> Did I say it right? Yeah, Constantine. Yeah. yeah, Constantine from Romania, married to Pharaohese. We're talking about his uh, journey to Christ. And uh, now we're going to be chatting about your journey with Christ. With Christ. Come yeah. on. So what's going on? What's the season looking like for you? All right. So um, uh, at this moment, I find myself in a season where... Um, because I moved out from my own culture and the my the barriers I I had in, the, in this culture and um, um, yeah well yeah uh, we're not gonna get into all, all of the details but since I came since I came here mm -hmm. uh, this is a much more uh, this is a country with much more freedom and what I mean by that culturally speaking they don't have so many uh, barriers as far as I can see like uh, when you're saying barriers in, in what area of life. <laughs> For example, if you look at the way they raise their kids, I mean, mm -hmm. you know, they kind of let them express themselves and so on. You can shout whatever. In Romania, you'd not be able to do that. That's one of the things. You know, Get so, your mouth sold together. Uh, yeah, I mean, someone older might smack you in the back of your head and be like, behave. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... Uh, that's one of the things and then uh, the um, other one is that church culture it's so much more different I have to say I've been shocked yeah. and I in the beginning I was to the, uh, I was to the point where I was like uh, I don't see any church here <laughs> you know? okay be, be, I mean it's so different it's mm. so different if you go into a room we do have like modern churches but you can still feel that hey I'm here in a church you know um, and the church I grew up in, I mean, you went in there, it was quite silent, and uh, the only instrument was a piano maximum, and even for that, there was a huge scandal, you know. Uh, <laughs> I'm not wow. kidding. And yeah, and they, they had haven't a, read the Psalms very well. Have yeah, they, 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 they had a <laughs> choir quite. that was leading, and then awesome. Us, yeah. Yeah. So um, that's kind of uh, those are kind of the differences. So since I came here. Uh, in the beginning, I was I was thinking, oh, you know, I uh, actually realized uh, recently. I was thinking, oh, I'm actually um, kind of rethinking my faith, right? Um, uh, I was about to say deconstruct my faith, but then I realized that, yeah, especially in the American view, deconstructing your faith is quite a popular thing, and it's more like, oh, I'm not a Christian anymore, and this is why, mm. uh, which is not what I try to portray. It's more like. I was actually talking to a friend, and he told me about this thing. He said, you know, um, th there was an, an, another guy from Canada. He's an Orthodox, and he was saying that when you take an old picture, the whole point is not to take the dirt off, uh, out of it, but to preserve the picture, Yeah. you know, while taking the dirt, uh, the, the, the dirt off it. So I'm going to say preserving my faith while reshaping the way I look at the God, myself, and the world. Interesting. And, and, How are you doing that? And the purpose and kind of like what, what I try to do, like, uh, you know, uh, how, how you can be a Christian in, the, in, 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 um, in this life and how to express things. Um, well, I would say that I, I'm taking things step by step. And uh -huh. some of the things since I got married, uh, there, there are many, you know, wounds. I didn't even know that I still had them, or I didn't. Some of them I didn't know I had them. So then, you know, healing, he, healing started to came, and then I. Uh, there are even more wounds that that, that are are coming out. I mean, right. like last night, you know, I uh, now I train boxing. Bam! <laughs> and, I better be nice to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and 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 last night I was sparring with one guy, and he was quite fast. He was younger than me, and uh, well, I, of course, I had nose protection. I have a helmet on, and but he he hit me quite fast in in the nose protection, mm. and he hit my nose, Ooh. and uh, and uh, like tears came. You know, instantly, it was really mm -hmm. painful. Uh, but it wasn't so much about <coughs> the pain, but it was about the memory that you know I was I was uh, bullied, bullied in in school. Yeah. yeah. So so then uh, you wouldn't think that a punch can send you straight into counseling, <laughs> 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 but it did. It wow, did. It really wow. did. Like after this, I I took like after the training uh, finished, I just took uh, a drive with the car, and uh, you know, I've been thinking about this once and uh, even crying, and I I realized you know. I actually need to fix this because mm. this thing, I just put it in a box and I never thought about it again after I finished school. But 
it can it creates it created other problems and mm -hmm. then it can create even more problems. Yeah, yeah. And, Stemmed into other yeah. things. And he didn't pull the root up. Yeah, and I'm glad that at this moment I I, I have the tools yeah. and uh, you know the right mind to take these things out of the box mm. and kind of filter through them. And it's not only about healing of myself, but it's also about forgiving whoever, mm. you know, uh, bullied you in, the, in, right, in right. this case, because this is how you. So get. you see yourself in this preservation uh, season <clears throat> that you're, you're working on your, your um, character, yep. your, your identity with, in Christ, what Absolutely. that actually looks like in Daniel. Because I, I think a lot of people, we, we, we understand that when we become uh, a Christian... You know, if you want to say it that way, becoming a Christian, born again, born from above, that we have to do away with ourselves, right? Yeah. Uh, and and because it's all Jesus. Yeah. And and um, I I think that's the the worst application of understanding the Bible and being a renewed creation ever, because it's yeah. it's it has nothing to do with less of you and more of Him. It's all of you, and all of Him. He's yeah. renewed you. Uh, he's reminded you of what he created you to be. He trusts you. Uh, he calls you a co-laborer with him. If he didn't trust in you and didn't like believe in who you yeah. were created to be, then how would you be a partner in building the kingdom of God? Yeah. We're called to be a holy priesthood, which means that we get to minister to God in the now. Uh, we're, we're called his children. We're yeah. called saints. We're not called sinners anymore. Yeah, we might still sin. But we're not sinners. Yeah. You know, we're saints, which means holy ones. Yeah. So you have all of these things and scripture to back it up. Um, and so for, for you in this season, how are you finding yourself uh, and your identity in Christ? What, what are some things that are helping yeah. you out to do that? Sure. Uh, so... Uh, like in 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 the beginning, I, I would say I had a lot of zeal uh, without wisdom, which is exactly what what you said. You know, like when you become a you know Christian, it's like oh, I'm going mm. into mission. I don't care. Mm. I, I don't need money. I don't need anything. I'm just going and stuff. And then you know, on the way, you kind of you know reality hits you, and you're like, oh, uh, I actually need some stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've hit a few brick walls in my in my mission yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and and then you realized. I mean, you know, most people want to be they say oh i'm like paul you know i do this stuff but uh, what you don't realize is that uh, first of all he was in a very different period and second of all if you read philippians for example which, uh, which we're gonna do yeah it, <laughs> I, I mean i mean he he really specifies that i was in need and you guys have helped me the yeah, guys from philippi yeah, yeah. you know and i really appreciate that and then he says that well you know i i got myself used to being uh, you know in content, need, yeah. uh, content in, in in need, and you know, whenever I have plenty, yeah. uh, which I have to say, I have not got to that point. <laughs> um, yeah, wow. though I'm used to I'm used to both, but I'm not content in both. <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh, so I, I think like right now the way I'm thinking, for example, uh, regarding mission, I would say I would say. You know, I was thinking about mission in, in business. I was listening to this business podcast. Mm. It was called, called Business for the Glory of God. It was a Romanian podcast. Love it. Love and there it. was a guy, he was saying like, uh, this guy was saying, he said, if you read the Bible, it's quite mixed up. I mean, it doesn't say now we're saints now, or do we, we do holy things on Sunday, for example. Mm. And now we do uh, material things, you know, just, or just week, ordinary no. things. Yeah. Uh, it's more like. Whatever you do, you do for the glory of God. Amen. And Amen. and um, Paul, even Paul says, he said, either that you drink or or eat, do it for the glory of God. Yeah. I mean, you know, it goes down to the very little things. And and I think the thing that changes is that, uh, for example, if you give something to to a poor family, right? Mm -hmm. Some people do that. Even though they're not Christians, but they, and then they post it on Facebook. It's like, oh, look at what what I did. <laughs> How does that sound like? That sounds like pride, right? <laughs> yeah. It's it's not. Uh, that's what changes. It's like I give you this, and everything I've got that I gave you, I have received myself. Yeah. You know, God, in the Bible says, "Why do you act like everything you have you haven't received?" Mm. Because if God wants to take anything away from you, He can do it yes. in a split of a second, yeah. and you're gonna be. You know, left like uh, a, a lot, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From I, the Old Testament. Yes, yes, yes. The I, I got the right nephew name. of Abraham. No, sorry, not lot. Uh, no, no, we're not talking about lot. We're talking about the guy. Oh my goodness, what's his name? 
I, someone from the Bible. I have a blank. No, the, the guy that was really, really wealthy and, and then got Job. To, Job. Thank you. Not yeah. Lot. Yes. Okay. In Romanian, both names are, are only three letters. Lot and Job. So yeah. it's like... Uh, I was really mixed up in my <laughs> Yeah, okay. Well, Joe. I'm super excited to see Joe. what this preservation time uh does for you and yeah. like I I I always enjoy to hear how people, you know, it's not about taking a break and and stopping. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. we look at that scripture be still and wait on the Lord as something like we don't do anything until he tells us. And it's eh, I don't think that's the right understanding of that. It's more about okay, uh, you wait on his timing. God yeah. is always moving. God yeah. is always doing something, you know. Yeah. You be still in the comfort of His presence, and, and so we're we're continuously building up and revealing the kingdom of God. Yeah. It's just a different season of how we're doing it because we need to, you know, concentrate on our identity. Because if we don't, it's going to mess up the future plans. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, like I also struggled with a drug addiction. Yeah. And when I went to this discipleship program to help get my life together, I needed to focus on me. But the way I did that was while I was learning about my identity in Christ, I was also using it yeah. to make a difference in other people's lives. And that was kind of cool to 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 have that balance in life. It wasn't just about hiding in a cave, you know, for 10 years and finding out who I was and then coming out. It was yeah. like I was finding out who I was while loving others. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I I know perfectly what you mean, and and I, unfortunately I have to say I, I didn't got to to that point in my life. Like mm. uh, for me, it was it wasn't necessarily like hiding in a cave, but it was more like the fear of like uh, I don't I don't feel myself ready for this, or I don't feel perfect to do mm. anything. Mm. So then I was even afraid to preach. I was I preached when I was like sixteen years old before I before I was born again. You know, before anyone <laughs> knew I was born again, <laughs> and then I was really afraid to do it again. Like you know, I wouldn't dare maybe to do it even now. Mm. And uh, to be honest this is my first e invite to you know talk about anything spiritual, spiritual after after a very long time so then i was like all right maybe it's time to start somewhere <laughs> you gotta start somewhere true and and the testimony is always the most powerful our journey the, what does it say in revelations that the saints were saved by the blood of the lamb and the testimony of jesus yes so what is jesus doing in your life and by sharing that by putting words on it and people get to listen to it they get also become encouraged by it because testimony actually means to do it again. Okay. Uh, I, I, that I didn't know. That's really cool. So when you're sharing, when you're testifying, it turns into a testimony because you're saying, okay, God, if you did it in my life, you can do it again in someone else's life. Okay. Because our words create. Yeah. Just like because we are created the body of Christ in the image of God. And Ephesians 2.10 says that we are his workmanship create in advance to do good works that he prepared in advance for us to yes. do. Amen. And that word works right there is a verbal work. It's not a hands-on work. We don't know. We never really look at it. It's a poetry. It's yeah. actually the root word for poetry, which is verbal. So we're creating works, good works. He prepared, okay, I want you to say this to that person at that exact time, because that's going to create something in their life, which okay. they needed. How amazing is that? Yeah, that, that is. So so that it's is. super cool that you're doing that right now yeah. by sharing about what God has done in your life. Absolutely. Amen. Amen. Right, we're going to play a song. We'll come back. We're going to jump into the subject of uh, joy in believing. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get an amen? So this amen. is one of my favorite songs right now by Brandon Lake, Gratitude, from his new album, House of Miracles. All my words fall short I got nothing new How could I express All my gratitude I could sing these songs As I often do But every song must end And you never do So I throw up my hands And praise you again and again Cause all that I have is a heart 
much, but I've nothing else fit for a king except for a heart singing hallelujah. gratitude thank you brandon lake for that song and your new album from house of miracles yeps let me get us back on there we are daniel how you doing <laughs> um, uh, it's all good man it's uh, it's great it's great to be here like, I, I love the show so. yeah, i feel much better than i was expecting it to be honest <laughs> really really cool thank you for sharing your journey so far yeah and 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 now um i'm ending a theme and you get to do this with me yeah we've been doing a walkthrough through the book of philippians and um i i found um when i first started reading this book and then i started teaching about this book and then i did a online devotional about this book 
was the theme of uh, of joy. Yeah. Joy in Christ, the overall theme. Mm. And what's really cool, and I share this every time when we start talking about this book, is that Paul wrote this book with a theme and focus on joy while he was in prison. Yes. Yes. I heard that in the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, dude, right? Yeah. And, and, and because of that authentic joy, that really helps at least me, and I've heard from other people too, to truly understand what joy is. Because joy is not putting on a fake smile, but joy is seeing uh, the big picture. It was for joy that Christ endured the cross, yes. because he knew what was going to happen on the other side. It was for joy that Paul endured prison, because he saw the fruit that came from him still thriving in his relationship with Christ mm. while in prison. The, the palace guard was amazed by it, and, and, and some theologians say that many were saved because of this. Uh, the other believers, uh, their momentum in spreading the gospel and, and revealing uh, king, uh, heaven on earth uh, just kept on, keeping yep. on, because of how they saw Paul being in his circumstance. I mean... Yeah. It just did ama amazing things. Yeah. And so, uh, like, like he said, he wrote uh, to the Philippi church, the, Fi the Philippians, the people there, uh, uh, and his gratitude for them and their donations, you know, their giving heart. Yeah. And he talked about these different things of how he found joy in suffering, and they should too, and what that looks like. Uh, about uh, serving, joy and serving. And, and then we read about the... First, he, he encourages, encourages them and challenges them to keep on serving in a way that is pleasing. And then he gives the perfect example, Jesus, that we should have the attitude of Christ Jesus, Philippians 2, mm -hmm. and how Jesus was the ultimate servant and how he served us uh, by letting go of everything from heaven. He didn't consider anything from heaven something to grasp, but let go of everything and came down to earth and human likeness and served humanity to the point of uh, death and even death on, on a cross, cross right? Yeah. And then joy in, in giving. And that was really because they were giving like no others. And it brought him joy and it should bring them joy because of the blessing that comes from that type of giving. Yeah. Right? And then I chose to end it with the joy in believing. We're going to read a passage from Philippians 3, mm. and then we're just going to you know, talk about it from a, a personal look, our view. All right. All right. So Philippians 3, 7 through 11. I'm going to read this real quick. Uh, but whatever were gained to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. You know, just before that, he's talking about all the, like if anyone wanted to say that they were, uh, um, like um, capable people of living a natural, right, righteous life, he was the one that could probably boast the most, being you know a Jew of all Jews, yeah. knowing the law, you know a tri uh, a member of the tribe of Benjamin, all these different things. But he says, I consider them all pointless, yes. rubbish. Right. So here we go. But whatever were gains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more. I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage. Another translation says rubbish for you Brits out there. <laughs> <laughs> I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ the righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith. I want to know Christ, yes, to know the power of His resurrection and participation in His sufferings, becoming like Him in His death, and so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. Yeah. Oh, I love Scripture. Yeah, drop the mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so what I can see here uh, Paul and this whole thing was to to know Christ, to know Jesus was his ultimate and should be our ultimate goal. Yeah. So when he's saying to know Christ, what is that? What is your understanding of to know Christ? Okay. Uh, 
to get to know Christ, it's uh, man. You know, it's a simple question, but it's uh, quite hard. Uh, mm, uh, put words on. Uh, uh, yeah, at the same time, like, yeah, yeah, to, to, yeah. you know, to kind of express it in words. Um, many times, you know, we get to, to to know Christ through the gospel, and then th- th- this way we get to know what He did for us, and mm-hmm. that also shows us what's what's His character. But then it's also about the relationship with Him, and to yeah. know that He is always there for us, and not only that, but that. He has a purpose for our lives. So it's not only to be saved, but He gives us heaven at, at the mm. end. You know, And that's why He's saying that He considers everything rubbish. I mean, you know, it's like um, you take someone that works, uh, I don't know, as a janitor or, or not that I, I want to put any kind of job as, you know, down, but it's more like if they work as a janitor or anything, and then, you know, I promise you, Look, you're going to do this course and then I'm going to give you the best marketing job you'll ever have mm. and with this payment. Mm-hmm. What you're going to do, you're going to take the mop and the hoover or the broom and then you're going to set them down really nice. No, you're going to drop them to the floor <laughs> like a garbage and be like, I'm taking this yeah, offer, of yeah, course. Yeah. So it's kind of the kind same of like thing. like what he did when he called the disciples. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Left their dad uh, behind. Yeah, and they the were nets. like... Oh, fish uh, gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fish nets dead. Okay, we're leaving you behind. We're going with this guy. You know. Sorry, pops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's how, how it is. Wow. And um, uh, in this, I would like to to kind of bring the, the the you know your question. You asked me what is your journey to Christ and your journey with Christ. Right, right. And I would say my whole journey was with Christ because Come if, on. If, if, if you read John three sixteen, it says yeah. that. Uh, God gave His only Son so that uh, anyone who would believe in Him uh, would not perish. Right. So, so then God is always there for you. Like He controls everything. Mm-hmm. It's just that He doesn't control your choice. Yeah. If you mm-hmm. choose to believe in Him, then you will not perish. Mm-hmm. You know, in the end. Uh, I was. Uh, I, I know. I know about this guy who was doing like uh, demonic de- deliverance, and he w- was talking usually with people that. Uh, uh, went through, through extreme traumas like rape and the sexual abuse mm, and stuff like that. Mm. And when he was counseling them, he was saying, "Like put your put yourself back into that you know mood like when you were raped or abused, and think about where Jesus was at that time. Mm. You know, where's Jesus? And mm-hmm. Jesus was there. Mm-hmm. I mean, he knows about these things. He wants to heal you. He wants to uh, you know bring you redemption. Mm-hmm. And and for this, we consider everything in this life as being garbage. And I, I you know." You, you you take Jesus. It's like, you know, whatever I have, if you think about this, you can have the best house, the best yacht, the best car, whatever. In the end, it's going to burn. I mean, mm-hmm. that's you can't it. take it with you. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I, I, uh, there was a pastor in my church. He was, he had such a missionary heart and I love this about him. And, and he told us, when we were driving to, uh, he, he was doing, doing this like tent mission through the country in in in, in Romania, and he, he was cool. talking to people. And on the way, he he was telling us once. He says, "You know what? If you want to be a, a, to, to be like a true Christian, he was maybe extreme, but he was saying if you want to to be like a true Christian, take a piece of note and and say it's gonna burn and put it on your car. Take t- t- take your best clothes and say, and put a note. It's gonna burn. You know, so so that you get the <laughs> As mindset. A reminder, yeah, 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 yeah." That, yeah. Very this cool. is going to be nothing yeah. in the end. Yeah. You know, and the joy of believing is that at least this this has been for me. Whenever I've been in in a bad situation, I remember that there is still hope. I mean, even it's going if the world is going to end today, there is hope for me because mm-hmm. I believe in Jesus. Mm-hmm. There is something afterwards. Yeah. So, um Maybe we don't experience joy all the time. I cannot say I'm like Paul. I would probably not write encouraging uh, letters from, <laughs> from, <laughs> from prison. From prison. <laughs> but can you imagine that he actually had a, an office of encouragement from from prison? Yeah. That was, that's amazing. Yeah, that's a, very that's very really cool. amazing. And so when he said, you know, we were talking about like getting to, what does it mean to know Jesus? Um, some would say to know Jesus is to understand Him, and we can know Him through His resurrection. Yeah. Galatians 2.20, I no longer live. I have been crucified with Christ. I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. Yes. What does that mean for you? To know him through his resurrection. Okay. Um, death and resurrection, should I say? Yeah, death, death and resurrection. Well, his death uh, has paid the price for mm-hmm. my sins. Mm-hmm. His resurrection shows that he's God and, and that he, he keeps living. And th- this way I can trust that after death there is you know another life. Mm-hmm. That's... That's mm-hmm. the life yeah. with with Jesus, <laughs> and and it shows its his power and and the fact that, um, you know, you don't believe in vain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
yeah if you want to add anything to that uh, yeah I, w- I was just thinking also because paul was saying like um he he wants to use his whole life to understand this resurrection and and, and we kind of we were talking a little bit about baptism that's a whole other subject but <laughs> the essence of of baptism yeah. is is uh dying to self and living for you know for another yeah so you're going down yeah. one way and you're coming up another for yeah. example just just to like generalize it there's yeah. so much more into it yes yeah you you die with Christ and the, you 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 resurrected so, Christ yeah so to know him through his death and resurrection for me it would also mean all everything you said too because that's like the foundation if you're not built on that yeah. Roman what is Romans uh, ten nine says that if anyone uh, confesses with their mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in their heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Yes. Right? So that's the foundation. Yeah. But then the the getting to know him through this death and resurrection is like, okay, how do I die to myself daily and how do I live for him daily? That's that that's that's a very good question mm-hmm. <laughs> to say. But but I mean Paul was saying that, that that's how we should live our life is yeah. to understand that in our everyday. Yeah. That we die to ourselves, uh flesh, our our fleshly desires, you know, and that we live for him. And that's like a daily thing. So that's why he says, I'm gonna use my whole life to do this. Yeah. Because until I am in my full glory with him, you know, we're still on, in a learning process. And who knows what we have to learn in the glory, <laughs> you know what I mean. Absolutely. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything uh, we have done uh, to profit our life is rubbish. Past tense, right? Yeah. Uh, everything that we do now in Christ brings a profit of some kind. Yeah. Would you agree with that? I I absolutely agree with that. And the difference is that now. You know, any good deed you 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 did before you 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 got saved, it's rubbish. It's why basically because it's not it's not made through God. It, it and it's not made for God. All good things come through God, though, whether they're done purposely or by accidentally. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that that's also true. Mm-hmm. But I would say that that's where God shows His, his own grace. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It, it, that He works even even though our world is it's so. Uh, it's so bad, and, and mm. you know, yeah, we're all hurting in a way, and mm. then we hurt, uh, you know, other people too, and every, everything yeah. around yeah. us, including the nature, mm. you know, yeah. And we were made masters over over the world, now, you know, not butchers. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think I, I remember hearing somebody. Oh, it was, it was my wife's teacher saying something about like it says that we're called to rule over the animals. And nowhere in that doesn't mean that we have to be nice to them, right? Okay. Yeah. Like, like if you take it just the way it was written, um, but we're also called to be stewards. Stewards. That's, right? That's the word I was thinking. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, you can rule over in a very unhealthy way. And that's, oh, yes. Yeah. With an iron fist. Mm. So, so um, what does it mean to you? Yeah, we talked about that. So, so my thing for you then, I guess I would ask. Maybe we can both share about this, is because we're talking about this rubbish, the, yeah. the rubbish before. Yeah. Uh, I have a story. I have a story for that. Yeah, great. Like, what what is some rubbish that you've found yourself having to? Oh, plenty. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, if I would have looked in the, into my life and to put this in in a picture, because that's why the Bible uses pictures, you know. Mm. And I, I love this about the Bible. And I'm just going to say this, that with photography nowadays, you can, uh, you can just um, take, you know, especially with the technology we have, you, ha- you can emphasize cer- certain things or focus the lentils of, of the camera on certain things and then diminish other things. And that's what the Bible mm, the, yeah. the, the, the tries to do throughout all... all all, all of the Bible yeah. to focus on God and and the relationship with Him and what does it mean to mm. have you know to to be on God's side right, and then right. everything else it's it has to be diminished it mm-hmm. has to be put down and it considered to be garbage. So uh, I I didn't share this but when I came to Christ after I I listened to that sermon um, after I think about a week or two. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, I always consider myself not, not, not necessarily looking the best, but I, I consider myself as being super smart. And 
I, for some reason, I, I liked my hair and I was looking at myself. I was kind of proud in, inside myself. So do you know what I did? I talked to, with my friend who was cutting hair by, uh, back then. And uh -oh. I said, uh, shave, shave me. And, and I got shaved. That, that's, that's what that's I did. I shaved, yeah, I, shaved, I shaved my head. And a friend of mine told me uh, later, he said, that was your baptism, man. <laughs> Whoa, nice, nice, nice. Yeah. That's so, so cool. Yeah. So that's kind of how I consider rubbish. And I, I said, you know, it doesn't matter how wise I am. Like, um, uh, you know, with my with my uh, man mind uh, or human mind, it doesn't matter, matter how smart I am or how I look. It's mm -hmm. you know, in the end, nothing is gonna matter. Yeah. So then I give everything mm -hmm. to Jesus. Yeah, I think there's like he gave this parable about things going going through the fire, and and what's going to whatever survives that fire is some the stuff that you can take with yeah. you. Yeah. So everything that we invest our life in now, knowing who we are in Christ, or no, you know the journey of knowing who we are in Christ. Yeah. Um, does what we do bring eternal value? Yeah, because that's the only thing that's going to come with us. Yeah. That's the only thing we're going to really remember yeah. and be that, remembered by. That is true. So, so tools, you know, real, real practical for those listening that are maybe dealing with, you know, how do I get rid of this rubbish? You know, how do I get to really know Jesus? Um, through the death and resurrection, what kind of tools would you give people? What kind of advice would you give people trying to figure that part out in their life? Okay, um, I, I would say it it really depends on the situation. It really depends at which stage you are in life. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think the best advice it's in uh, it's in Philippians chapter one. I can really remember the verse. But in the beginning, in the uh, first ten verses, it's, I think it says that you you would get to know more from like basically from the word of god you know through knowledge and to to, to grow grow mm. e, e, e into that and then the other thing the, the thing is that nowadays we have so many tools we have like counseling you you can you can search for counseling or 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 friends or you know and and um uh, Try to put yourself, I would say, in community because community—it's really community important. Is key. Yeah, yeah. Without, without community, you cannot grow mm -hmm. because without community, you will not get to know that. Hey, dude, you actually have this failure. I mean, you know, you might may not have someone to point this out to you, mm. and then um, someone from the church can tell you this, and there is no better place to, to for a change. Uh, you know, in good than than the church. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say. Now, of course, you know, not everyone. Uh, it's going to be so nice to you, mm. but um, God, God has been always good but to it's you. It's key and, and a really good tool is when you're absolutely. on this journey, do it with other like-minded people. Ab absolutely, Amen. absolutely. Amen. We are so out of time. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you talk too much. You talk I, more than me. No, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. It was know. so good to have you here. Okay. Would you uh, do the honor and, and uh, close this in prayer and bless those that were uh, listening to this and that it yeah. would somehow help them in their journey? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Heavenly Father, we um, come and uh, bow our knees in front of you. And we want to thank you for today. We want to thank you for, uh, uh, for this radio show. And um, Father, I'm praying for those who are listening to us. Um, no matter the stage of life that they, they're in, if they if they came already uh, came to Christ or they're on their, their way there, or they they're already saved, I'm praying that that you'd bless them, Father, and I'm praying that um, they would be able to to find to find a to find a way to to, uh, to either come to come to faith or stay stay in faith, because Father, we 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 can have joy in faith. Uh, um, and that's the that's the best place where we, we can be because you always give us hope and joy. You and you've mm. you're you've always been there for us, and you're always going to be there for us, no matter what. And um, I pray for this in Jesus' name and through the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. You all have a good week. Thank you for joining me, Daniel. Thank you for you're welcome inviting here me. again. Yes. Here's your song request to end the show: King and Country. God only knows. Be blessed, you all, and I'll see you next week. Sound asleep and too afraid of what might show up while you're dreaming. Nobody, nobody, nobody sees you. Nobody, nobody will believe you. And 
Every day you try to pick up all the pieces All the memories, they somehow never leave you Nobody, nobody, nobody sees you Nobody, nobody will believe you God only knows what you've been through God only knows what they say about you God only knows how it's killing you But there's a kind of love that God only knows God only knows what you've been through There's a kind of love that God only knows God only knows what you're 